Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. A JLD here, and welcome to episode 1665 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. And if you are ready to master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days, visit themasteryjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Jared Angaza. Jared, are you prepared to ignite? Indeed I am, brother. Glad to be here. Jared is a strategist and philanthropist. For 20 years, he's created strategies, brands, campaigns, events, and teachings to help us reimagine philanthropy and transform perspectives. He coaches and consults for individuals, brands, and governments across the globe and is on a quest to contribute to a more harmonious world. Jared, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. In addition to all that, I am a father of four, uh, including 18-month-old twins whew, and Oof. a four, <laughs> four-year-old little girl and a 20-year-old, 22-year-old son, rather. And I have been in human rights and political activism for about 20 years. Uh, that's sort of the, the root of all that I do. And I use indigenous wisdom from the Lakota Sioux and samurai, other indigenous cultures to teach about balance and alignment with nature, humanity, and spirit. And I've been, uh, I guess I've been developing brands, kind of human-centered brands and campaigns uh, with all of that ethos in there uh, for about the last decade or so. And that's my primary vocation. And after living in East Africa for the last decade in Costa Rica for about two years, I'm back at home in Nashville, Tennessee for a for a while. I'm here now. I don't know how long I'll be here, but <laughs> we're here Tennessee. now. Yeah. Well, I'm very interested in all that you've done and we're going to be getting into your journey for sure. And I really like the industry that you're in, but how would you define your area of expertise? Like if you could break it down into a few sentences, what is it? I create experiences, really. And, and, and that comes across as brand development most often. Uh, I, I help people I do a lot of rebrands and I do a lot of, um, well, creating brands from scratch and rebrands. And then I end up doing a lot of campaigns. Uh, some of those are for those brands and others are for other activists, kind of philanthropic endeavors. But I, I constantly jump back and forth between kind of the, uh, the, the normal for-profit business world and the philanthropic world. And I like to blend them together as much as possible. It's like a big, you know, philanthropic business smoothie. So what don't we know as entrepreneurs about your area of expertise that we should, that would help us out in our world as entrepreneurs? When you're talking about branding, a lot of people, you know, they, they immediately go to the aesthetics. They go to uh, some of the obvious things, website and, and, and all that. Those things are very important and those are tools. But I think that really a lot of what I teach is that it's about experience. It's about creating an experience really as a, you know, when you're creating a brand, you're, you're kind of setting yourself up as an experience conductor <laughs> and you're, you're navigating very intentionally this space that you're creating for other people to experience. So it's about, you know, emotions and human behavior and psychology. And I've studied so much of that in the philanthropy world, which I've then in terms of human behavior to understand then how to apply that in the for-profit realm. And I think that's integral part of branding and, and understanding your, your audience and connecting with them and aligning with their perspective. And it means you got to do a lot of listening and keeping an open mind. In just one sentence, I'm challenging you here. Uh-huh. What do people do wrong with their brands? Most people view it as 
a sales and marketing tool and they forget to understand that the brand is really the soul of their business and they've got to go deep in that and they've got to align again with people's perspectives and understand how people behave in order to create some sort of extraordinary experience. And then that's got to be backed up by systems and, and things like that. A lot of times people create a great brand and they, they don't back it up with systems. That was not one sentence. I am sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your journey, Jared. Let's kind of go back into not just the good times and not just some of the bad times, but the worst of the worst. Like I want you to break down your worst entrepreneurial moment for us and tell us that story. In terms of entrepreneurial moments, I'd have to go back to my creative agency in Nairobi. Uh, In in many ways, it was a success. And in many ways, it was my biggest epic failure, personally, I think, as an entrepreneur. I I aligned myself with a um, business partner that I was not, we were not, well, we were not aligned philosophically. And I was in a desperate place coming out of a really crappy situation in a big corporation where I had been an interim CEO. And I was desperate to get out and do something creative and do something entrepreneurial again. So I made a bad decision. And then being a stick with it guy, I I continued that bad decision for three years. And I just kept feeding it. And I kind of lost my way. And it became kind of an issue of ethics and morality even uh, between my partner and I. And I remember saying so many times, bro, you've turned my art, my craft into this very arduous kind of manual labor. And that <laughs> that's, that sucks, man. <sighs> so it's, yeah, it, 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 was a, it was a lesson that I learned in, <laughs> even though I can stick with something, Sometimes you got to know when to fold them, man. You got to know when to fold them, <laughs> as Kenny yeah. Rogers would say, of course. Indeed. So, Jared, I mean, you wanted to get out of what you were doing, which just wasn't creative, into something that was more creative. So, you know, you made that kind of hasty decision and it didn't work out, um, but you learned some lessons from it. Like, what do you want to make sure that our listeners, Fire Nation, get from your story, from your mistakes? You know, as entrepreneurs, we often find ourselves, especially in the beginning, in a desperate moment, you know, in some sort of desperation uh, because we're trying to figure it out and we don't have all the answers. But, man, I, I have too many times made big, big business decisions in moments of desperation and then spent years trying to recover from it. So as much as you can avoid making those big business decisions amidst a very desperate moment. I'd say avoid that. And again, kind of knowing when to, when to get out is, is very important. And yeah, I mean, I think people are scared of the gap sometimes, you know, if I'm in this now and it sucks, but going over to this other place seems scary because I don't know what's kind of between here and there and I don't want to lose what I have here, but I have to always believe there's something more grand waiting on the other side. Fire Nation, we live in a world where everybody's so urgent all the time. Like they have to be doing something all the time. We need to step back every now and then, take a deep breath, breathe. And, you know, I haven't actually even talked about this publicly very often, but I usually have a word of the year that I kind of have as my theme. And this year, 2017, my word for the year is think. Because I think for me, a lot of time goes by where I'm not really just thinking, like I'm reacting, you know, I'm doing emails, I'm doing launches, promotions, you know, interviewing people, emailing people, all these things. 
but what am I thinking? So like, I want my word think to just be like, think, you know, if Jared had really sat down, given him space, given himself space and thought for a while, he would have probably said, you know, not really a good feeling about this. Like, I guess I don't love my, my situation right now, but there's going to be another opportunity that comes. Don't be scared of the gap. And I love how you said that, Jared. Scared of the gap. We all are at some levels because we just think if we spend too much time in that gap or even any time in that gap, we're going to lose. It's not the case. Patience. Patience and think. You know, I can definitely see a future word of mine in the years to come is going to be patience. But for this year, it's think. So I love that, Jared. Now, I do want to shift and talk about another story. Uh, this is going to be one of your better ideas that you've had. You know, maybe one of your greatest ideas that you've had to date. Take us to that aha moment. Tell us that story. All right. Well, in 2005, I had I led a team of MMA fighters and ex-military and whatnot down to New Orleans to do wow. Katrina disaster relief. Uh, and I, it was just a very eye-opening experience, suffice it to say. After I got back, I was I was at a private equity firm at the time, doing some similar well, stuff. Well, let me let me put a little pause in here because I'm just curious. So, you're down at Katrina. What was just one of the most eye-opening experience that you experienced down there? I studied a different culture. You know, I'm from Nashville, and I was coming from Nashville culture. Going down there, I was I was in Gretna at that point uh, on the on the other side of the river there, and. I witnessed like it was like being in a different country <laughs> almost and and seeing what was going on. Also, it looked like, you know, Mogadishu yeah. or something. There were tanks everywhere. And it, it, it started my journey into studying people's perspectives. And that's really what then led me to the next step. OK, well, then continue your story. I decided to uh, leave at that point and go to <laughs> move to Rwanda. And I was hungry for just kind of a rawness of life. I wanted to experience something different. I was intrigued by studying culture. Like I had just studied a different kind of culture in New Orleans. And I wanted to learn more about people and, and uh, live a more raw, authentic kind of life. And during my five years there, lots of long stories there, but to shorten it, I ended up adopting a street kid that I just kind of ran into and we kind of crashed into each other. And, and now I'm his father. Uh, that was about 12 years ago. And I quickly learned that parenting is really about influencing rather than governing, <laughs> uh, you know, contrary to popular belief. But kids learn from our example. They, they watch how we navigate life and, and so on. That experience started a change in me and how I viewed aid and philanthropy and relationships and business ultimately. And, you know, my perspective was altered forever. And, and while I was there, I ended up creating a nonprofit helping, you know, elevate the life for marginalized women and helped pave a path then to creating an ethical fashion label. And I learned so much during that time about perspective and the power of story and creating a story that compels people. And that's kind of where I had my aha moment. And it was it was at our home later on then in in Kenya and Mombasa, sitting on the coast, and it hit me that branding is really about fostering these relationships and creating experience based on our understanding of the people that we're serving. And it's all rooted in those people's perspectives. And I wanted to create extraordinary brands, uh, you know, that, that tap into the human spirit and help us connect with their worldview. Business, you know, it makes the world go round. And it can be very exploitative, of, you know, land and people and so on if we allow it. But rather than just griping about that, as I had as an activist for so long, I realized I can create new examples of the types of business that, that I wish were out there, that I wish were the norm. That's me kind of tapping into the being the change you want to see in the world. 
And everything I do now is about creating examples in business that exemplify my mission to just be love and all that I do. And the businesses I develop end up being an example of the change that I want to see in the business world. And well, that's my that's my biggest aha moment. Well, that was quite the build up to your aha moment. So I love how you set that table. And then what I got from that, you know, amongst many, many things, you know, one of those things is branding is all about perspective. And so Fire Nation, like how are you perceiving other people's brands? How do you think people are perceiving your brand? I mean, you need to be having those thoughts and those conversations, those interactions. They're critical. So Jared, of all of what you shared, what do you want to make sure our listeners get from your aha moment? We have this idea that we're selling something to someone, whether it be a service or product or whatever. And, and we are. But we have to remember that those are people that are coming from a, pers- a specific worldview and perspective. They have fears. They have, uh, you know, they're driven by something. And we, we kind of hone in on, and try to understand a little bit about our tar- target demographic. But when I'm building a brand, I really dive deep on that. Like, what are these, what kind of impact do you want to create in people's lives? If you're creating a brand, you need to start there. Start with what is it that you hope changes in people's lives through this product or service, whatever it is that you're providing. And I think we have to attach ourselves to that and then understand their human behavior and marry them together. Jared, what are you most fired up about today? Like, what are you excited about when you wake up in the morning? There are a lot of things going on uh, in the world today. And with me being, you know, kind of half philanthropist, half business guy and trying to foster business experiences and brands that bring us to a more harmonious kind of relationship in the world. I am particularly excited about some of the things that are shifting in America right now towards consciousness. People are waking up. People are living more deliberately. People are, you know, there's a lot of kind of fear and division going on out there, but people are being compelled, I think, to think more about what would it take to get us to, uh, to unity. And it, this intensified chaos, you know, has kind of resulted in this uprising of people living more deliberately and, and taking a stand for what they believe in. And I think it's a very exciting time to be alive. Well, Fire Nation, this is an exciting time to be alive. This is an exciting time to be listening to EO Fire because Jared's going to be dropping some value bombs up in this lightning round as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Starting your own business usually takes years of hard work, financial struggle, and some serious hustle. Infusionsoft co-founders Clayt Mask and Scott Martineau, hosts of the Small Business Success Podcast, have both been there. That's why they want to make it easier on entrepreneurs by offering real insight into what actually happened as some of the world's greatest small businesses tackled their hairiest challenges. Get access to brilliant minds from all industries and have them answer your most pressing questions. In the end, you'll come away with tactical advice you can implement in your own business pursuits for clear results. Subscribe to the Small Business Success Podcast by Infusionsoft, an Apple podcast, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Feel like you're in a crowded market? Entrepreneurs worldwide know that exact same feeling. But what if you could grow your top line with new customers by looking outside of the United States? If you're looking for an untapped version of Amazon or Google to help you connect with a worldwide marketplace, then look no further than Alibaba. Alibaba is an e-commerce platform where you can buy and sell anything. Alibaba is even hosting a two-day conference in Detroit called Gateway 17 on June 20th and 21st, where you'll learn how to capitalize on the fastest-growing 
consumer market in the world. Meet experts like Jack Ma, build relationships, and learn from companies who are already in China. Availability is limited, and I've secured an amazing offer. Save up to 50% on your registration fee by visiting gateway17.com and entering code FIRE. This is a great growth opportunity for businesses and entrepreneurs alike, so be sure to visit gateway17.com and enter code FIRE when you reserve your spot today. That's G-A-T-E-W-A-Y-1-7.com, code FIRE. Jared, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Indeed I am. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, I was born into an entrepreneurial family. I mean, everybody in my family is an entrepreneur. So there was never a whole lot of holding back. However, I've certainly struggled with difficulties, you know, and having to go out and sell myself and all that. And I think that's that probably the the selling part, going out and selling myself and promoting myself, that has always been the most difficult part for me as an entrepreneur. What's the best advice you've ever received? People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And I think that's just a beautiful way to, to start talking about somebody's brands. It's influenced everything I do. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I have a nightly gratitude meditation. I sit outside every single night, no matter the temperature, uh, under the stars in gratitude. And everything, you know, thinking about everything from the air to the grass under my feet and the roof over my head, my kiddos and, you know, all the wonders of the cosmos I'm looking up at. And I think that has helped me to stay centered and aligned and it puts my mind in the right space before I go to sleep and helps me, you know, kind of program my subconscious and gets me ready for the next day. It's, it's a vital, vital part of my life. Can you share an internet resource like Evernotes with Fire Nation? I would say that one of my favorite internet resources is WordPress. It allows me to do all the things that I want to do very efficiently. It allows me to publish my podcasts and my blogs and everything very quickly and track everything. And I appreciate the ease and efficiency of it. And I use it for all my clients. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life by Wayne Dyer. It's the his teachings on the Tao Te Ching, which I've spent a lot of years studying. And I think his is... Uh, epic in the way that he details it all out. Uh, and if you align your perspective with these principles, I think it helps. It, it, it touches everything that you do very profoundly. So Jared, let's end today on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Excellent. All right. My best piece of advice, I think, is to fill your life with things and people that bring you genuine joy. I think that allows you to help bring joy into other people's lives. And leave lots of room for mystery in your life. That's where you find the extraordinary stuff. And I love the Quaker philosophy of let your life speak. I always end my podcast with may you align with love and let your life speak. I love all those quotes. Now, what's the best way that we can connect with you? My website is jaredangaza.com. And my podcast is inipiradio.com. It's I-N-I-P-I radio.com. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with JA and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com and just type Jared in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. Of course, you can head directly over to Jared on Gaza, that's A-N-G-A-Z-A.com. 
And Jared, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, man. I was glad to be here. Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Jared today. And we have a free eight-day goals course for you over at freegoalscourse.co. Get goal-focused, Fire Nation, and I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side.